The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments. Not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome in to the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for hanging out on today's episode. We've got a fun one for you today. A first in House of L history. I'll explain in a minute. The House of L podcast is brought to you by Aurelio's Pizza. We love Aurelio's Pizza. It's the sauce. Go to the Homewood location and go get one out of the old oven. I am big on reminding people of that. It is what I enjoyed as a child and as an adult, and I hope that you enjoy it as well. Go to AureliosPizza.com, and you can figure out if, hey, maybe there's one a little closer to me than Homewood, and that's okay. I'm, I say go to Homewood, but... If, if you would rather go to some of the other locations like Tenley Park, for example, or you want to go to Mokina or Northwest Indiana, it's up to you. Just know that the pizza is great. I always show love to Mokina in Northwest Indiana. Let me, let me throw a, Or the Addison or the one in Bourbon A or in the Heights. Shout out to the Heights, baby. All of that is available to you at AureliosPizza.com. So this is a first. This is a first. In the history of House of L, we've been doing this for four years now. In the history of House of L, we've never had, we've had people come back. Like, people have returned. Like, Jason Goff has been on here multiple times. Layla Rahimi has been on here multiple times. So people have come back. To the podcast, we've never had two separate guests come back to the podcast together, and that's what we're doing with today's episode. Kenzie K, my homie, my little sis from B96, and her betrothed, her fiance, Justin Roman, each have their own episodes of House of L. Roman was one of the, I think he's one of the first 10 people that I talked to when House of L started four years ago. And then Kenzie wasn't too long after that. Strangely enough, those two's relationship was growing at the point 
when Roman was on the podcast, but obviously like you, it's it's rare that we delve into people's personal lives unless they say that it's okay. And that was the beginning of a relationship. Or I guess, God, man, now I'm starting to think that maybe that, that relationship started even earlier than that. I keep losing those two years of the pandemic. So, yeah, it might have been earlier than that. Anyway, these two, along with building their own relationship, have been building a mini empire. Now, Roman, most people know from Styles and Roman when they were working B96 and then at US 99. And that's what, when we talked, Roman was working at US 99. And I, I thought it was really interesting that the two guys who had been doing top 40 had moved over to a country format and they were making it work there. I still got to get Dougie on the show, man. Note to self, get Dougie Styles on the House of L podcast. Anyway, Kenzie has been building up her on-air career this whole time from the stuff that she's doing middays on B96 to now branching out and doing shows nationally. She's in multiple markets, and we talk about it, but they've, They've also built this thing together, and they've got a new show, and it's on Marquee. It's a television show called The MVP Game, and they they built it out themselves, which you'll hear it inside of here, how they ended up doing it, but they built this whole thing out themselves, and it's awesome that they are getting this opportunity to do stuff and create this thing that is interesting and fun and they're having fun on it like if you want to check out the MVP game on Instagram you can see some of it in both of the their individual Instagram channels and they have an Instagram channel together as well but they said hey we want to talk to you and I was like okay cool let's do this thing Let's get in here. Let's let's get in studio with both of you guys and try to figure out how all of this stuff works. So that's what we did, and I want you to hang out with us. This is Kenzie K. This is Justin Roman. This is the three of us hanging out and talking about the MVP game on the House of L podcast. Where to start <laughs> with the two of you on this one? All right. First things first. Whose concept? was it to 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 take the baseball stuff and and the love affair and turn it into a TV show. I will say the Kenzie and Roman branding idea was Kenzie's idea. Absolutely was. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit, but the the MVP game the TV show I swear was both of our ideas along with our agent Steve Mandel. Yes. Um bottom line was is that we had been approached by some people about certain things and nothing was really fitting us, right? And so we had like a powwow in our agent's office, kind of at our direction. Cause we we're got, like, we gotta do something here. What's we, going on? We need work. <laughs> and like an hour and a half later, we had this idea for this sports couple super fan show. And it really was a collaborative effort. I can honestly say just a few years ago, <laughs> Justin and I went to Mexico and we played a live 
version <laughs> of the newlywed game. Yeah, they, like whenever you go to some of these resorts, they yes. have like yes. cool stuff like this. And I'm I'm a joiner, so I was really excited about that. Wait, and wait, it, I think I remember this. Were there some balloons or I something? I had to pop a balloon. That's what it was. In oh. different schmexual positions. Yes. So it wasn't just like, an, like answer and match answers. Right. It was like a super inappropriate version in front of an audience, uh-huh. but I still like, I've been obsessed with the newlywed game yeah. ever since. So we wanted to kind of combine um, our Cubs fandom in our relationship because literally our first date was, and our anniversary is the Cubs home opener. Yeah. So the Cubs mean a lot to us. Then we're obsessed with the newlywed game and we just kind of wanted to merge them. Yeah. That you, was the idea. You had a really cool quote uh, about in our press release about the fact of like, normally it's like, you know, women are mad that the guys are watching the football game on Sunday. Like the or, old stereotype yeah. of women hating that their men love sports. This brings women and men together in a fun game about sports. Kind of cool. Okay, I I think that that's a a fair way to to look at it yeah. and say yeah, this is this is how it goes. I'm yeah. he's such. <laughs> I mean, oh I, I've I've known this guy for like twenty years. Like he's. <laughs> He's such a Cub fan. Uh-huh. I know. Was when you first got here, because this is <laughs> this this is not where you were born and raised. No, but it's where my dad was born and raised. True. Yes. And I mean, I was uh-huh. trying to bring you over to the dark side. I know. And have you come and hang out on the south side with us. But that's cool. Thank mm-hmm. God you didn't, because this wouldn't have worked. I mean, I love you, Lawrence, as a friend that we can hang out and stuff. But I don't think I really could have dated or married a Sox fan, the Cubs mean that much to me. Like, for real. Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> was his love of the Cubs overwhelming at first? To be honest, Justin can attest to this. My dad is obsessed with Chicago sports. Yeah. He's obsessed with the Bears. He's obsessed with the Cubs. So when I met Justin, I was like, oh, shit. My, dad, <laughs> my dad's going to want me to marry. This man could do anything. And my dad's going to want me to marry him, I'm yeah. sure. So, like, it was um more welcoming. And kind of, it was kind of for me, I was excited for him and my dad to meet up. Yeah. That's probably the first time in my life I was excited for someone to meet my dad. Because yeah. I'm like... They're gonna run off in the sunset together, so it it wasn't overwhelming. Yeah. Over the years, maybe that's well, grown. Like her brother, her oldest brother is like a diehard baseball fan as well, but yes. he's an Indians fan or a Guardians fan. So think about how I met this dude because the Cubs beat the Cubs beat the Guardians, then the Indians in 2016. So her brother wasn't as welcoming to me as I'm rolling up in Cubs gear and everything. That's still an open wound for him. Yeah. You know, that's 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 bad. And and just so you know, yeah. All right, because I, I know that we got the Cubs White Sox thing. Uh-huh. Guess who I was rooting for in 2016? The Indians. It, no. Oh, the Cubs? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why in the world? <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah. Would me as a White You're Sox right. fan You're right. be rooting for Cleveland against You're my right. nice friends from eight miles down the road? Let me ask you a question though. It had it City been, over division, baby. Had it been the Yankees then? Would you have gone Cubs no. or Yankees? Cubs. I would yeah, I've I've ever since Theo came into the Cubs. Yeah, okay. I've really liked the way that they've like run their operation. Yeah. I've I literally host the Cubs managers show. I I, I listen all the Joe, time, buddy. Joe Madden or yep. David Ross. Yep. I host those. So they're they're not I wouldn't say that they're my second team, but if the White Sox if they're going up against one of the White Sox's rivals, true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're Stop a better Cleveland. person than him. You are because I know. he he just wants them to be buried no. under any circumstance. Yes, no. you do. Let me explain. Uh, Don't get all PC now. No, a here's the deal. Here's the deal. This year was the first time I ever felt like a, some Sox fans were very arrogant about their team and where they're going to be. And Rick Hahn is this mastermind and everything. And I always was of of the 
mindset of like, but what have you guys done yet? Let's see you do it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I don't have to tell you, they kind of collapsed second half of the season. Kind of. And, <laughs> and I just didn't like the Rick Hahn-Theo comparisons early on because I was like, well, Theo did this and this. What has Rick Hahn really yeah, done yet? Yeah, I mean, Rick was part of a World Series, but he wasn't the architect of right. it. Exactly. And Theo is Theo's a going into the Hall of Fame immediately. Yes, for sure. When he's done, he will immediately go yeah. into the Hall of Fame. And that Rick might not have a job by the time <laughs> this podcast. That's a whole airs, different podcast, so, I'm sure. Right, so, right. so so who knows about that? But no, man, it's like the vibe is cool over there. The people are great over there. Yeah. So I got no beef. I, I want the White Sox to beat them when they play each other. Right. Absolutely. Right. But other Absolutely. than that, I, for sure. it's good for my radio station. Absolutely. If yeah. the Cubs are That's good. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> or, or at least interesting. You Absolutely. know, like that it does they don't have to be good, but they do definitely need to be interesting. So all right. So Kenzie, <laughs> let me let me yes. dig into the crates a little bit on you as a fan of yes. things. Was there a sports team growing up? I don't even know if in our episode if we talked about this. Was there? Were you a Vikings fan or? Hell no! How or, dare or, you, Lawrence? <laughs> I, I don't, I'm trying to figure I out. I will say, like, I grew up in a more football geared household, and yeah. we were Bears fans because my dad's from here. Okay, so that's so what it was. So we were Bears. Got it. Every Sunday. Your dog. Your dog. My dog's name growing up was Ditka. We had a Rottweiler. <laughs> Outstanding. I like. Like, we were bears, bears, bears. Yeah. My dad's second favorite is baseball and Cubs. And a close second, but we were, like, a bears household. So the increase in baseball dramatically rose meeting, Justin, for sure. Because <laughs> right. uh, we watched a lot more bears than we did Cubs. But yeah. fan of both, like, Bulls fan. Like, I grew up in Chicago. Diehard fan was never a fan of a different team Ever, this not, is really ever. her dream market when it came mm -hmm. to like radio, TV, everything. Like Chicago was kind of the goal for her all along because of her father and her upbringing. So, yeah. I mean, it worked out really well for her. I mean, I worked in all these other markets for radio, right? And that's what I was wondering. Yeah. Like, if your fandom jumped. Listen, when I was in Tampa, if the Bears weren't playing the Buccaneers, I wanted them to. I, I lived in the city. Just how you're like, oh, the Cubs to do well. Like that was fun for the city gotcha. when I lived there. But I wasn't like going hard for them every Sunday, keeping up with them. I was just like, oh, happy for the city because I do love it here. Never once was happy for the Vikings. Never. That can't happen. <laughs> but I could be happy for Tampa. Like that I could deal with. Okay, that is fair. He's also, uh, Justin downplays this. But you know, I've, I've talked to some people Okay, and, uh -huh. and and you know we I, we know enough of the same people that uh -huh. I've I've got the background on him as a player, fairly serious player. Does that come into when he's watching the game? Is is he reliving some glory days? <laughs> oh my god, you have no yeah. idea. <laughs> The stories I have to hear about him pitching and playing first base, he still plays first base in a men's league. Uh -huh. And he'll be like, oh, see, when I was playing last Sunday, that didn't happen. I'm like, could we not? Let's bring it down. I support him, and I'm very happy for him yeah. in his men's league. He is the best in the men's league. Well, the, a funny story about that is that I, without bragging, I, I have been pretty good in my like men's league, whatever, right? Uh, this year, I led in batting average, slugging, and on base. Like, I really, I'm, I'm a good hitter. And I'm telling hardball her all this. Hardball league, right? Hardball league, yeah, actually baseball, baseball, right? So I'm telling her all this stuff. Well, last year, kind of the same thing, best hitter on the team, at least contact-wise. And I had her come to one game, and I'm telling her these stories before she comes. Well, she came to a game. I didn't struck out all year. I struck out at the game she was at, 
And then we were get, kind of getting blown out, so they had me come in to pitch because they weren't prepared for it. And I tell her these stories of me in high school when I was like this great pitcher. Bro, I couldn't find the plate. Like, I'm talking about Didn't like- did you hit somebody? I'm just, Probably a couple guys. And so- I mean, I'm like, like, he's been making this shit. Literally, <laughs> it was the worst game of my like men's league career. And my teammates are like, she's never allowed to come to the game ever Aww. again. And she's never come since. Swear to God. Oh, it's not blame me on your no, shit was, playing. No, it was me, but I was like more embarrassed of like I'm telling her how good that I am yes. in this league. I'm showing her stats. I'm not making this stuff up. But the game she went to, for whatever reason, I was horrible. It was. The, the I, thing. And then afterwards, she's like, "Baby did a good." I'm like, no, I didn't know what to say. Don't give me, don't give me the girlfriend. Don't give me the girlfriend pat on the back here. I know I did horrible. So, so what's he like when it doesn't go well? He's not happy. Like, I'll call him, and he's got, like, his sunroof open all his windows. He's like, what? I'm driving home. I got to charge my car. I'm like, okay, it didn't go well. But he is a little bit, he wants the team to do well. Yeah. But he can still be in a good mood if only he does well. He could be like, man, they really dropped the ball, but you should have seen me. Like, he can right. still be happy well, as it, long as he does well. In baseball, it's not like basketball or anything. Like Baseball, you you only have so much you can control, right? I can go four for four, and we could lose, you know, five to three. And welcome to Mike Trout's entire career. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So there are times, like, if, if I have a good game and we lose, it's like, okay, I can live with that. But if I have a bad game like the one she went to, I hate myself for like a couple days. <laughs> okay, oh my God. fair enough. <laughs> oh my God! When so when bad. you guys got to the point where you're like, all right, this this thing might happen with Marquis. The MVP game yeah. might happen with Marquis. Did you already have it like spelled out, like how you wanted it to go? Did they work with you and say, hey, this is how we can make it all work? Lawrence, I'll tell you, Marquis has been a dream for us. Well, yes. First off, for me as a Cubs fan, like, <laughs> sure. I, I even have a TV show that Kenzie and I co-created and that we're hosting on the Marquee, on the Cubs network. That's like something I never thought I could ever do in my life. That was that was like beyond my wildest dream. So that was really cool. But seriously, we pitched uh, Marquis the show back in November, like, I mean, a while ago. Yeah, and this has been a work in progress. It takes time to get these things to come to fruition. And full disclosure, when I pitched it to Mike McCarthy, who's like the head of the network, and I gave him the pitch, and we were on a Zoom, and 10 seconds after I said it, there was silence, and I couldn't tell if he hated me <laughs> or if he was buffering. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I was like, I was so nervous. I didn't know. And, and and he just, he loved it. It was a really, he loved the idea. He wanted to see it come to fruition. So we did a pilot and yep. they loved the pilot. And then we did the first episode. He loved the first. So it's been a dream. They honestly have kind of just given us a budget and said, do what you guys do. We love yep. the, the vision, the idea. And we've done that. And it's been so, it's been a dream. So truly they gave us a pilot budget and we hire everyone, create it, turn it in. Yeah. Now they've given us an episode budget and all we do is turn in a final product. Yeah. So uh, it's really awesome because Justin and I really get to run the set, the crew, like we, if somebody's not doing what they're supposed to do, which hasn't happened to us, we have an amazing team. I love our team. But if something doesn't go right, we don't have to go to Mike McCarthy and be like, listen, they just they just won't work with us. Don't, we don't need to get permission to do anything. Yeah. Like, this is our show. We can make sure this is when people show up. This is what we need them to do. And, and it's it's awesome. And I'm sure you can appreciate this, Lawrence, having such creative control over yeah. something. When you're a creative person and you're being forced to, like, host something and they want to do a segment and you're like, good Lord, I can't believe I have to host that segment. <laughs> like, we don't have to deal with that we get to know this is cooler and that's what we're going to do this is what's going to look better and that's what we're going to do and 
it's it that part is yeah. truly a dream because often in these creative positions or media positions, you don't get ultimate control ever. Yeah. They, they've given a little bit of feedback, like per episode, right. but like minimal. Like, hey, uh, we don't want that contestant to curse with the beep out. So just get rid like, you know, like minimal stuff, not Very really, minimal. not creatively, yeah. just kind of yeah. like stuff for their network. So, but they've been a great partner and knock on wood, they just keep being this great partner because uh, we're, we're living our dreams right now. I mean, between the three of us, we've worked in broadcasting, God, probably close to 50 years yeah. Yeah. out of all of us together. Yeah. What's it like for you guys to kind of be your own bosses? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, so here's the funny thing is like, I, I've been lucky enough to work for the company you guys currently work for, uh, for 15 years. And for 14 of those years, I had two of the best bosses I could ever want in my entire life. I mean, so I was really blessed to really work in a good situation, you know? But you still have bosses to answer to, you know? And Kenzie's got, like, five bosses because she's got, like, different oh markets she All works in. All my markets, I'm responding to different people. Yeah. So every time there's an issue with the network, I'm texting about, you know, seven people to let them know. So yeah. it, it is kind of nuts with this different market element. So I still have bosses for sure. Yeah. Up, like, a plethora on one side of my life. But having none on the other side. It is cool because you get to kind of just... They, yeah. we're riding, they're riding out with our vision and it's really been cool we pitched them a vision of the show they bought into it and they've really let us do what we think is best and between me as like the Psycho Cubs fan and Kenzie who's a Cubs fan but also like comes from a younger uh, age uh, skew we really have kind of like created this thing that I mean it's almost it's, it's perfect for their network and it's something that they don't have Kenzie brings up all the time it's the only a show on their network that really brings the fan into it. And the Cubs fan base, as you know, is psycho. I mean, I'm, I'm one of them. So it, we're the only show that really brings in the fan base and gets to highlight the fandom of the Cubs. Which deserves to be highlighted. Yeah. That type of fandom like deserves a spotlight. Yeah. So it's really exciting to be part of it. Yeah. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With a start, like, with the Cubs fan, I, I mean, I've, I've traveled around the country covering sports. Like, there's a lot of cool places that have yeah. great niche fan bases this strikes me as something that can work in multiple markets you must talk to our agent because that is uh <laughs> that's the plan that's the plan the plan that's is the plan. obviously become a hit here in chicago which knock on wood it's been it's been going very very well um but the plan is to like you know there's a network in new york called the us network that has a yankees uh footage and i'm sorry yankees uh content that we could absolutely wrap this around the yankees out in New York and so on and so forth. What's so, so cool about regional sports networks is obviously it's always a non-compete, right? Like right. they don't care at all. Like yeah. they're not worried about Yankees viewers or, you know, wherever yeah. you are to like piggyback off that. So that's what's really awesome about it is that expansion and none of it ever gets in the way of each other, right. which is really cool. Right. And it's exciting too because 
obviously, yeah, we're Cubs fans, but I mean, uh, at the end of the day, we're baseball fans and we're fans of like couples and stuff. So like to do what we do in New York or LA or I mean, Atlanta, whatever, uh, that's, that'd be really cool. And I mean, I think we, we built something that we, that we created and we own that obviously it, it's very, um, uh, fun, but also lucrative for us to be in different markets. So obviously it's down the road, but that's the conversations that are being had right now. And we, we do see a, a vision of expansion. Sports just make people happy. They and do. it's really fun yeah. to be part of the happiest point of it. Like we are highlighting people being super fans mm -hmm. and then they can win tickets to be on the show. You're right in the middle. It's like being like probably a, a wedding dress like seller, right? Like right. you're right in the middle right. of the happiest part of it and like hooking people up with stuff to their favorite teams. And it's really fun to be in the middle of such a joyous mm -hmm. thing consistently. Your work environment is full of joyful people, yeah. which is really cool. I've done interviews with Allie Quigley and Courtney Vandersloot of the Sky separately. Okay. Yeah. They're married to each other. Oh, okay. Oh, so, I didn't even know that. So, so I've asked them both about, like, what it's like to <laughs> be teammates with your spouse. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. So what's it like <laughs> I can you guys? I say, no pressure to you, honey, but I will say I think my favorite part about the entire thing is getting to work with my fiancé. I... Love it. I know I've heard, and hopefully this doesn't bite me in the ass 10 years from now, they're going to pull this quote up like with tabloids. But honestly, I've always heard like, you don't want to, you know, work with who you're married. You want to keep those separate. It is so fun combining them like on a dangerous level, because I think there are a lot of couples when you, when you get down the road, sometimes you end up like staring at each other at the dinner table. Like we've kind of. Mm -hmm told all the stories we are like what are you gonna do you, you don't know who i work with like who cares bro her stories are endless I'm telling you, her stories are endless but it honestly we have so much fun talking about our filming day and who we casted and i'll come home like babe so I'm on the train i have the best idea for the show and like we get so excited about it like we're sitting in bed like we're about to watch a tv show and we end up not being able to because we're just like all over like our passion project that we're excited about and we're just constantly sharing ideas and i think that we bounce well off of each other mm -hmm. where both of us are okay with the other person going i don't think that's gonna work great and like i respect his opinion he respects my opinion nobody's new to media right in this and i think that both of us are also carrying our own weight majorly in the show so there's a huge equal respect for each other yeah. and i it's my dream person to work with listen media can be very backstabby i mm -hmm. promise you like i feel like my husband's probably not gonna backstab me because it's gonna ruin <laughs> Like it's gonna crumble his kingdom too, right? Yeah. So it's awesome. What about you, Roman? How's, how you feel about this? He's Honestly, like, I hate it. No, <laughs> no, no. I want, Exclusive to House of L. Yeah, right. No, um, uh, I, I gave her credit earlier for creating Kenzie and Roman because back when we first were dating and she pitched me on this thing, I was still part of Styles and Roman, right? So we were still on the radio and she wanted to do these like viral, or these videos, right? And I wasn't really feeling it at first. I was kind of like, well, I don't want to be like some like cheesy couple doing like TikTok videos or whatever, you know? And she really pitched me on it. And I really, did, I didn't see the vision at first. And then we did our first video and the reaction we got to it 
and how I made people happy. Even some bigwigs here in this building called and was like, what you guys are doing is magical. Keep doing that, you know? And I'm like, oh, wow, like, that's really cool, you know? And then as we did more and more and more, I'm like, I see where Kenzie was coming from because it is a lot of fun and nothing's fake. We're not faking anything, dude. We're not doing like some like cheesy stuff. Like every argument that we have that we are filming, it's a real argument or disagreement, I should say, you know? So um, it is really, really fun. And I'll be honest, this girl's like my best friend. Like we really do get along together. Um, we don't get sick of each other. Like, you know, we, <laughs> so I hear so all, I hear all about her Odyssey stuff here you know at b96 and all i hear everything on her end she has my stuff um i will say you know we have the mvp game which is our first tv show we already are talking about a second tv show and like also like future things down the road it's not going to be just working together on this project we definitely we feel a good connection personally but also i think uh, work-wise that i agree like she's my best friend and, and we just have a lot of fun together and i think that fun gets portrayed to the audience whether it's the radio or tv i think they they buy in on this fun and they feel it and hopefully they can have a good time as well well, true. We've been together for almost four years. Yeah. And I mean, consistently, like, I feel like when we're talking with each other, we are like cracking up. Yeah, like, we have fun. A lot. Like, even if one of us has a really bad day, mm -hmm. we can kind of make fun of that person for having a really bad day. And like, like it's <laughs> like we tease each other. Like, I, I have a blast and guaranteed, like, if I'm having a hard day, I'm like, I need to get home to Justin because it's yeah. going to be less bad is how I feel consistently. Yeah. Both of you have been forward-facing people in the industry, in behind the microphone, in front of cameras. Yeah. It sounds like you both really like the idea of, at some point, being the person behind the scenes, like, doing some creative stuff. Am I... Am I reading that correctly? I, I think it's both. I mm -hmm. think it's it's kind of what we just did with the MVP game is like creating a show and then selfishly hosting it. Yeah. <laughs> because like we have a lot of fun doing the MVP game and the other show that we have been thinking about and kind of with our agent talking about is another one where we're creating, but we would also host it as well. Yes. I think right now, I think we're both still young enough where we still want to be in front of the camera and in front of the microphone, if you will. Um, there'll come a time, I'm sure, yeah, when, you know, I mean, I'm older than her, so probably a time yeah. when like, I'm like, you know what, let's just create this show and like have like somebody else host it. But for right now, I think we both, en we both enjoy both things. Yeah. And she's not camera shy. As you know, Lawrence, I'm not camera shy. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. I, I definitely think, yes, we're doing both right now. But um, I, I would totally be down if in the future someone's creating a project and they needed one of our eyes on it, our opinions on it. I've really enjoyed being an executive producer of yeah. our show and mapping that. Like, and I feel like a lot of, and not to compare us at all, we're in a way minor scale. I do not need to be humbled. But you see a lot of actors do that down the road, too, where they want that they've been in front of it. So yeah. now, like, this just sounds perverted. So now they want to be behind it. But, um, you know, you just have a different lens. And I I've really enjoyed, I've enjoyed so much doing both. And I would definitely be, like, down in the future if somebody needed our vision or help. Like, I would love to be an executive producer of someone else's show because we do understand what it's like to be on both sides of it, which yeah. is not everyone gets that, which is why I think a lot of actors end up being great directors. Yeah. Because they've been on both sides. I think it's a really helpful perspective. Kenzie, if someone, because you're you're really young to have succeeded the way that you've succeeded in our business. I, I smile every time you shine. Aw, um, thank you. Me too, buddy. How would you suggest, and, and Roman, I'm going to ask you the same question, but how would you suggest that someone that wants to maybe follow your path or sees the MVP game and goes, man, they... They created that out of an idea. How would you suggest that they go about taking that step to, to finding their voice 
or their show and create? I think the best quote and more like my mantra on a daily when it happens to me is a no from someone is not a no from everyone. I just continuously remember that because I have been told no an egregious amount of time. I mean, an insane amount of times I've been rejected from radio positions to TV positions to promotions that even like, you know, a company that I worked at, whatever. It's been an uphill battle. And those are like, I'm blessed to have a partner because I come home and he hears about my battles sometimes. Like, you know, like I wanted that so bad. It's devastating. But you just have to always remember like, it is not going to be an idea and then it happens. Like, that is not it. Social media paints a beautiful picture. Mm-hmm. That's not how the picture happened. It is not. We threw a canvas away 50 times in the garbage in the back. So I've just been told no so many times. And that's, it's a hard thing to get told no. You question yourself. You question your talent. You question decisions you're making about your life. Like, okay, maybe I shouldn't go down this path and... I'm blessed enough where I've been able to, you know, still make enough money. But some people get told no and they're like, well, I have to pivot this way. I have a family to feed. And it's just it's going to be a rough path full of a lot of no's, full of crappy schedules, crappy money, what, et cetera. It's like a no from someone is not a no from everyone. Like, just keep plugging wrong because the second you meet the person who likes that idea, mm-hmm. you're flying. And, and funny, Lawrence, because this actually happened to us as a duo too. Like I, I had to remind Kenzie of that mantra yeah. because you know, like even Kenzie and Roman have been told no before. And then we pivoted and got a TV show and did New Year's Eve on uh, ABC Chicago. Like there are things that like, you know, just because we're not somebody's cup of tea doesn't mean that we're not everybody's cup of tea. So I, I have to remind her of that as well. And myself yeah. too, you know? Yeah. So it's not, it's not easy as you're saying with the words, but like that I, I, I used to speak all the time to different schools and everything. And that's exactly what I would say is like, you'll hear a thousand no's, but one yes will change your life. And it's mm-hmm. absolutely true. Like a thousand percent true. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's a, that's a very good piece of advice that, yeah. She herself has to listen to once in a while. Oh, absolutely. Like, when, listen, you can feel really kicked down. Like, you could be like, I am due for a win. That still happens. Yeah. And, like, I've told Justin that before. Like, oh, I am just due for something good. What is going on? And then, on? boom, a couple things happen, right? Yeah, and then yeah. and then it does happen. But yeah. it's it's riding out that scenario. Because yeah. I do, people have messaged me before, like, oh, I'm so interested in radio. And I'm like, well, buckle up, because you're going to yeah. move to a small city. You're not going to make a lot. You're going to work on Christmas. You're going to, like... It is not like B96 middays all of a sudden. Like, that's just not what happens right away. And it's really important to not compare yourself to social media. It's really, really important because things look beautiful that aren't all the time on there. All the time. So where can people find the MVP game? It is on the Marquee Sports Network. Now, I don't know when you're dropping this podcast, so... (laughs) um, it's, it's all the time. Episode one played like 20 times. Yeah, so, so episode two, I'm assuming we'll play about as much as that. Uh, episode three is already being delivered this week. So ultimately, just it's on the Marquee Sports Network, um, the MVP game. You could check us out on social media. We're very easy at the MVP game on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, everything. And but, I'll throw the date just depending on when this does air. But Friday, September 30th. Is going to it's going to air at 6 p.m. Episode two, yeah, yes. yeah. But again, they replay it like crazy, and we're thankful for every time they yes, play it. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, but they they definitely do fill up that station with uh, Cubs content, and thankfully it's it's our content too. Yeah. All right, guys, I appreciate you guys. This is great because you know there's an episode with Roman on House of L. Yeah. There's an episode of Kenzie on the House of L, yeah. and now 
you both come back and there's an episode with the both of you. Uh, and we have one question for you, Lawrence. All Which right. one was your favorite episode? The Roman one or the Kent? No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Do you, I don't know. Do you want me to check the metrics? <laughs> Oh, I didn't know. No, she's fine. <laughs> I know. Honestly, though, I, I will say, dude, like you've been one of the coolest guys from the day I met you until not just how you are with me, but how you are with her. And you've been, I've been obviously her her biggest sounding board when she comes. We live together, right? But she also, <laughs> I know, she vents to you as well about just and, and looks to you for advice. So that's uh, baby sis right there. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate always, it. Man. I've always gone to Lawrence yeah. for tons of guidance and media like, yeah. throughout the city. And it's so funny because like I love Lawrence. I don't know if anybody loves. Lawrence more than my mom. I mean, my mom adore. I'm like, please stop DMing him. Like, dad's gonna like. She's like, oh my god, I love the foodie puns. Yeah, I love we're really is. we're DMing about donuts and stuff. I'm like, like, mom, I, I had you saw that donut though. I mean, I understand. Donut, and she I was it. like, hey, where can I find that the next time I'm in town? I'm like, here's where you go. But like, if that photo expires and my dad goes through her phone, it's just where can I find that the next time I'm in town? That's the DM that's gonna live there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is why I love you guys, man. <laughs> Congratulations on all of the success. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Continue, continue blessings and and good luck with all of this because this to me feels like the beginning of a franchise oh, of shows. Thank you, man. And just yeah. wait until you start reaching in the SEC fan bases. Ooh. The MVP game. I'm telling you, <laughs> like I want a producing credit for that. Yeah, uh, absolutely, bro. Whatever you want. <laughs> when you guys start doing like college football stuff with the MVP game, it's mm -hmm. gonna be. It's going to be large. Once there's a team that you like, we'll have you on. I know you're not a Cubs fan, but <laughs> if you expand. If you ever do Alabama football. Okay. All right. It's all you, Lawrence. Done. All right. Done. Yes. Roll Tide. I always say this about Kenzie. Don't, don't let the sweet taste fool you. This is a smart, shrewd businesswoman. Like... Sure, it, it comes in that package. Do not get it twisted. She understands this industry, and to be as young as she is, to understand the industry and how to make things happen, it's, it's amazing. Like, I, I marvel at her drive. And if you go back and listen to Kenzie's episode, like, you'll get a sense of how serious she is about this industry like what she had to do to get to market three by i think she was 23 or 24 when she got here you know how hard that is it's impossible seeing her and justin like make all of this stuff work where they're out on new year's eve and working for channel seven and now have executive produced a television show that to me is wild. It's wild that they're doing this. And they are. Like they're they're doing it. So I'm really happy for them. They they're happy and they're there are a lot of couples that wouldn't be able to make it work. You know what I'm saying? There are a lot of couples that wouldn't be able to be like, oh, we're we're together and and we're with each other all the time and it's still cool. So I'm glad that they're doing that. And I hope that Marquis gives them an opportunity to like expand this thing. 
There are other. I get that they wouldn't probably do like the White Sox, but you could do this with Bears fans. You could do their show with Bears fans. You could do it with Blackhawks fans. I also think that there's a little bit of a flirtation that's going on between the Blackhawks and Marquis, and there's a lot of people that work for the Blackhawks that are connected with people who work for the Cubs and or Marquis. I'm curious to see what ends up happening when their contracts are up with NBC Sports Chicago if the Blackhawks stay because it's just what they've done or if if you're marquee, you're trying to expand. I would imagine that they would want to have a winter flagpole for people. You know, you have the Blackhawks until the spring, and then you've got the Cubs until the fall. That's a pretty it's, – it's a good marriage that's worked out for NBC Sports Chicago where you have the White Sox in the spring, and then you have the Bulls and the Blackhawks in the fall. So we'll see. But, I, but along with that, as that network – continues to grow it, it gives the opportunity for there to be original programming and I like that for Justin and, and for Kinsey they're able to they they have jumped into that void like they looked at it as an opportunity and they jumped into that void so shout out to them for that and I thank them for the sit down they're they're both like balls of energy so I when we were talking, it was like right after the show, and usually right after the show, I'm a mess. Like I I just feel like I've done. I feel like James Brown at the end. I can't do no more. I can't do no more. And getting in the studio with those two was really good for me, because their energy kind of lifted my energy up, and it turned out to be great. So yeah, the MVP game. It's on the Marquee Network. Follow them on Instagram at the MVP game. And you can check them out. You can also follow Justin live with Roman. And you can follow Kenzie, Kenzie, K-E-N-Z-I-E-K on air. Kenzie K on air. Follow them and you'll see all the videos. And I really hope that. I really hope that the part in there where Kenzie's talking about her mom like sliding into my DMs is true, but we legit just talk about food. So no disrespect to Kenzie's dad. I'm just saying. Like we just like I throw some like food on Instagram and Kenzie's mom is like, Where can I find that? And I'm like, here's where you can find it. So good people and I'm glad that Kenzie thought that was funny. At least I think she thought it was funny. I hope I hope she thought it was funny because that's that's all that's happening is just food. Okay, that's it. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I appreciate it. There's a new episode of Sports Adjacent, but I I implore you to listen to the cross up the cross match team up between the I'm Fat podcast. And the guys on Sports Adjacent. Leisure, by the way, is back on the pod. Uh, and the the guys have done a great job of holding things down until he's come back. Speaking on the I'm Fat podcast, I'm going to do something with Campy and Jay coming up soon. And here's another promotion. Jason Goss Full Go podcast. I sat down with Jay to talk about the Bears. It's really good. He let me talk about Radiant Black as well. 
Uh, he did. A, he really did a wonderful job with it. I'm glad that he was so open with his platform. So check me out on the full go on on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, go check out and subscribe to Jay's Pod. Okay, it's called the Full Go. I will talk to you next time and probably after the Bears game, which I think they're gonna win. Right? Weird. See you then. Peace. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.